season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. to the JKR Podcast. My name is Jay Shrigling and I'm the host. We've got another weekend here with three episodes. Lots of great content here this weekend. So we've got Ryan Hussey, Notre Dame commit. Tomorrow we've got Oliver Service, 2023 Texas commit as well. Um, and then Sunday to round it off, we got Ashton Larson, USA Prime national player, committed to LSU. Um, just great content here this week. Three great interviews. Really enjoyed learning about all three of these guys. Um, but a little bit more on Hussey, um, one of the top prospects in Illinois for his class. That class is 2023, so going into his senior year. He's actually currently living in – well, this summer he lived in Cincinnati playing for the Cincinnati Spikes. Um, so it was cool digging into all that different experiences he's had. But um, just thankful for running – actually, thankful for running into all three of these guys at the 17U WWBA I went to about a month ago. Um, so it was cool passing out those business cards, getting to know these guys. Um, but just we did, today we discussed a little bit about living away from his parents. Kind of usually most kids do that when they head into their freshman year of college. But now he's doing it in between the summer, between his junior and senior year. So we dig into that a little bit. We talk about the new Notre Dame head coach as they got a couple months ago. Um, just dig into um, – just travel ball as a whole. So his whole career, much more than just that, those three topics. So really cool interview today. Um, so let's dig into it and I hope you guys enjoy it. And welcome back to the JKR podcast. Today we have one of the top prospects in Illinois in the 2023 class. We got Notre Dame baseball commit Ryan Hussey on the show. Ryan, super pumped to get you on the show, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Hey, of course, man. When I saw you play down there at the WWBA, saw that you were going to Notre Dame, I was like, man, this is a guy I want to talk to after the game, get on the pod. I'm glad we were finally able to get at work. Super pumped to get you on the show. So um, one question I do like to ask everybody, the first question um, I always ask everyone who gets on the show is, for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Ryan Hussey? Well, I play, I play baseball. I'm from Illinois. I'm in the 2023 class. Uh, I've been playing baseball ever since I was a little kid and just love to play the game. And, yeah, I just want to keep going for as long as I can. Okay. So you said you're in Ohio right now playing a couple home games. So is this just a couple of scrimmages to get ready for that PG World Series you talked about? Or what exactly are you playing in right now? Yeah, so basically during the week we'll do, like, exhibition games, just kind of playing teams from Ohio area. Sometimes teams will drive up and play us. But we got our own little, like, stadium and another practice field, so we'll host tournaments here and there just to keep us ready during the week if we're not playing a tournament. Okay. So you said you – well, obviously you live in Illinois during the school year. You go to school in Illinois. But you said you're in the summertime. You basically live in Ohio. So is that because of the Cincinnati Spikes, or are you just there just for the heck of it? Yeah, so this is my first year with the Spikes. So I just stay in a hotel basically all summer so far. And, uh, yeah, I've gone home, like, a couple of times, but I'm mainly down here for the summer. Okay. So you, so this is being this being your first summer with the Cincinnati Spikes, how exactly did you get connected with them, and then who did you play with before the Spikes? 
So I played with uh, this team called Chicago Elite in uh, artillery baseball before this one. And so I got connected with the Spikes through uh, Twitter. One of their coaches reached out to me asking if I wanted to play for them in the fall. So I did a couple of tournaments with them. And then uh, he asked me if I wanted to do summer ball with them. So I was like, sure. And then, uh, yeah, it's been great so far. I really like it here. Yeah. So now playing for a couple of different travel ball organizations, playing with the Chicago Elite through artillery, now playing for the Spikes this summer. What's some of the biggest differences that you've seen amongst both programs? Well, it started off as like a uh, kind of like a Midwest kind of atmosphere with like a, the Chicago Elite team. And then moving to like artillery and uh, the Spikes, it's kind of more like a national competitive level and uh that's what i like because i like to go against the best and kind of push myself and push my limits okay yeah so you said you had you guys head down to the pg world series um here how how long until you head down there uh i'd say we got like four days till we head four down days? okay yeah. and you said that's in arizona right yeah it's in arizona okay so what are you expecting from that event have you played in a pg world series before or what exactly are you guys expecting when you go down there uh, well, we got our schedule so far, and we're supposed to play some pretty good teams. So uh, we're preparing to see everyone's best so far and kind of getting our rotation and our lineup set up. Yeah. So is this going to be pretty much your last travel ball event of your career before you head off to, obviously, your senior year of high school and then head off to Notre Dame? Uh, yeah, that should be my last one. Okay. So now looking just looking back at your entire travel ball career, obviously playing for multiple years, um, as it's just winding down to your last travel ball event, What's some of the best memories that just come to mind when you think about your overall travel ball experience? Just kind of like when I was younger, probably like the Cooperstown stuff. Like that's just like every like little kid's dream just to play baseball for like a week straight and just baseball. Uh, I really like it down here in Cincinnati because the stadium we have is really nice. And uh, yeah, just like the competitive level here is just it's unmatched. Okay, so now, so being in Cincinnati, being in Ohio, being in Cincinnati all summer, are you basically by yourself for the most part, or are your parents down there as well? Yeah, so I'll, I'll I pretty much stay by myself here. I'll have a roommate here and there, depending on like when kids come back up. But uh, my parents will like visit me every once in a while, like maybe catch a game or two. But uh, yeah. So what was that like, kind of? Obviously, when you head off to Notre Dame, you're obviously going to be by yourself, but you kind of took a, you kind of started that process a little early of living by yourself a little bit. So what was that like getting to, getting to move away from your parents for a little bit, kind of living off on your own and just kind of getting to experience that real world for a little bit? Yeah, at first it was definitely a, like an adjustment to make, but like as it went on, it was kind of like a, a learning lesson, like kind of preparing myself for next year, which I really liked, like kind of living on my own, like doing my own laundry, like trying to like get meals for myself all that kind of stuff so it was like definitely good to prepare me for the future and something that uh, I wasn't taking for granted at all so you live in what is it Mo- Mokina Illinois how how, do, how exactly do I pronounce that yeah Mokina Illinois Mokina okay so when exactly do you, do you head do you head back there right after that PG World Series or when exactly do you head back to Illinois yeah so the tournament in Arizona is like a week long I would say so we fly back to Ohio August 1st, I think, and then I drive back down to Illinois. Okay. So how, how long until you actually start your senior year of high school? Oh, I'd say uh, I'd say a little less than a month. Okay. So are you are you ready to be that senior? Are you ready to be that guy in your school and you're on your team? Are you ready to be a senior? 
Yeah, I'm definitely ready. It's been a while. Just kind of wanted to get it, get it over with, kind of go to college kind of thing. Yeah, of course. That's kind of how I'm, I'm a couple years older than you, and I kind of remember that the last couple of weeks of summer heading to my senior year just being like, man, like I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm just ready to skip this year and just head, head straight to college. But what's yeah. the – What's the outlook on this year's high school team? So, what what guys you returning? How'd you guys play last this past spring? And then, what's your senior year shaping up to be like? Yeah, so this past this past spring, we were uh, we were pretty good. We were just like a young team, kind of some freshmen, some sophomores on our team. So we didn't have like the experience, but we definitely had the pitching. We just we just didn't do good in the playoffs. But this year, we're looking pretty solid. The younger guys kind of matured, so we're looking to do some damage this year. So what, so just, this can be, this is kind of like a two-parter question. So for what are you, just as you head into your senior year, what are you needing to do personally to prepare to be that senior? This can be in, in actual school time, in the classroom, and then on the ball field as well. Yeah. So when I, I was talking to my coach the other day, he really wants, uh, he really wants the seniors and like, he was talking to me about it. So step up being more of like a leader and picking up those younger guys. Cause it's like, uh, it's like, they're like a new thing for them. So he wants me to make sure like they're all prepared and like all ready to go and like not nervous or anything or like scared to do anything. So I take it you're probably expected to be that captain on the team this year, or were you kind of already a captain last year, obviously being a, a Notre Dame baseball commit? Uh, usually we just have like seniors be the captain. So it's not like usually underclassmen aren't, but he like expects people to kind of step up. Like it doesn't matter what age you are to be a leader. So on on your high school baseball team, um, what what teams are you guys playing? Are you playing other Power Five commits um, throughout that high school season? Obviously, there's AJ Garcia going to IU, TJ Skyler, another guy from that um, Northern Illinois area. But have, do you ever get to play some other top notch Power Five commits when you're in high school? Yeah, so uh, we're in like the Catholic league, so private schools. So we played AJ this year, I think twice. So it, it's the it's the CCL, which is probably the best like conference in illinois for baseball so like every day you're pretty much seeing like division one hitters division one pitchers so that's a really good conference to be in and prepares you a lot for summer and college yeah so let's let's dig into that recruiting process just a little bit obviously notre dame's not too far from illinois but you're um you're going to be heading to notre dame here next fall fall 2023 but just dig into that recruiting process when exactly did that start for you and when did you start getting noticed by some d1 teams so I'd say when I was a freshman, I, that's when I really started to get some looks. I went to a couple of showcases and started getting some phone calls and, like, people were texting my coach. And then I'd say summer of my freshman year is when it really started to pick up. And then I wanted to make my decision by the fall of my sophomore year. So when you start, when that, when that recruiting process got started, who were some of those initial teams that were reaching out? Was it like Northwestern Illinois, some local teams, or who exactly was reaching out to you? Yeah, I'd, I'd say it was mainly Midwest schools like Illinois, Illinois State, Michigan, uh, Miami, and Florida was one. They were kind of down south. Uh, so, Notre Dame. so what was going through your mind as this whole thing was starting to unravel for you? Obviously, you being a 14, 15-year-old kid in between freshman and sophomore year, what was going through your mind as you had these big-time baseball programs? Obviously, Notre Dame's really good, so – um, what was going through your mind as these big time baseball programs was reaching out to you and just uh, having conversations with you? Uh, I was just mainly trying to just keep calm, like not letting my head get like too big or anything. Just really trying to think things through because this is a big, 
big opportunity to make and stuff. So I just wanted to really think everything through with my parents, my coaches, and just talk to them to make the best decision for me. So when you were having those initial phone calls with some of those teams, some of those head coaches, what were those, what were those conversations like? Were the coaches asking you a bunch of non-baseball related questions? Were they kind of pitching their program to you? How exactly did those first initial phone calls go? Yeah, the first couple of phone calls, I'd say it was like getting to know them on like a personal level, like building that connection with the coach. And then like the next couple of phone calls would be like, you know, like showing the campus around. But this was like COVID time, so I couldn't really go visit with them. So they'd like do it like virtually on FaceTime or just like I just walk around there with my parents and like not have like an official tour or whatever. But yeah, it was mainly getting to know them on a personal level and then kind of them showing me their program and kind of like, yeah, showing me their program and like fields and like other coaches and all that. So as you were go as you were going along through this process, how long was it where you kind of getting to know these coaches, getting to know these programs before they would actually offer you to a spot to go play for them in a couple of years? Yeah, I'd say they definitely wouldn't make a phone like a offer on like the first phone call. They obviously wanted to get me know me as like a, a kid, see who I was, see if I if I was a fit. So I'd say it would be like the third or fourth phone call is where they would offer something at like the earliest, sometimes like fifth or sixth. Okay. So what, what overall in the end, when you actually did decide to do Notre Dame, what were some of the other schools that you were choosing between? For me, it was mainly uh, Notre Dame, Xavier or Michigan. I really like Michigan, but the, uh, the pitching coach left when I was like in my final week and making my decision. So I kind of lost contact with them. And then I like Notre Dame more than Xavier just because it's in the ACC, good competition there. And then the Notre Dame degree is just unmatched to theirs. Of course. So besides, obviously, besides the level of playing the degree, what was it overall that just put Notre Dame on top? And what was it that stood out to you when you were talking to the, to the coaches throughout the recruiting process? When I was talking to the coach, uh, Coach Wallace, he, he left recently. But when I was talking to him, he was very friendly. He showed, like, they had a high level of interest in me. And I connected it with him right away, and they were very interested. And then when I would go on a visit or, like, attend a football game, just, like, the family atmosphere there is just unmatched. And that's just something that I know would carry out with me throughout my life. Yeah. And that's something I really want. So, obviously, you said you've been to a football game. So, what was what were those – how many times have you been to South Bend on a visit to go uh, just look around the Notre Dame campus? Oh, I'd say like two or three times I've been on a visit. One was like a, a visit with like where I got to meet with the coaches. Okay. So overall, just after these past couple of visits, what are your overall thoughts on just the city of South Bend, the campus? What were some things they were showing you? Uh, just overall, what were the vibes of those first couple of visits you've taken? Yeah, so they showed me the, like the baseball facilities. They were really nice. The workout room was really, was really good there. We got a, a new turf field. That's really nice where uh, the coach said they're trying to work on getting the stands bigger, which would be nice. Uh, you got to see the football field, the classrooms, all that. And yeah, it's just a, it was just a really nice like community. It's not like, it's not like too big of a school, but not too little either. And South Bend's kind of its own town where everyone's Notre Dame like through and through. Yeah. So obviously you committed when it was coach Wallace, like you said, he kind of recently left and they've hired a new guy. Um, so once you did commit, how did your relationship with coach Wallace and the other coaching staff, how did that evolve? And then when it did time, when it did come time for that head coaching transition, transition process, 
what was your mindset on that? Um, just overall, when you saw, okay, Coach Walsh is leaving, they're going to be hiring a new guy. Overall, just what was your mindset, and just how has your relationship evolved with those co- with the coaching staff? Yeah, so I, when I committed, I was still in contact with Coach Wallace and them. I talked to them here and there, just kind of like updating them on my season, how like my trainings going, all that, like schoolwork. And then uh, once they left, they never like they never told us they were leaving, but we kind of had an idea that they were going to leave just because that's where like all the arrows were pointing to. But the uh, new coach, Coach Stiffler, he's a really nice guy. He reached out to all of us already. He's asking for, like, our transcripts, trying to get us on a, a Zoom call to plan our visit for the fall. So he's he's really welcoming and friendly to us, and he seems like a really good guy. Yeah. Um, I've always, I'm, like, I'm from, like, the northern Indiana area, so I'm close to South Bend, so I get those South Bend channels. And I, I've seen him a couple times on the news talking, and he, he does seem like a cool guy. He seems like a guy who's – really wanting to make that program better. But you said there were some arrows pointing to maybe that coaching staff would be leaving. So what were some of those arrows you saw that you were just like, okay, maybe maybe Coach Wallace and those guys, maybe they won't be at Notre Dame when I get there? Yeah, it was uh, uh, last year it was Coach Jarrett was thinking of going to LSU, I think it was, because they were going to offer him a better contract and stuff. And then they ended up hiring someone else, and he was staying. He got a contract extension at Notre Dame. But then uh, the rumors this year, like towards the end of the season, like when it was Omaha, or it was floating around that he was going to go to Florida State, his alma mater and stuff, and they were going to offer him more money. And it was just – we all knew it was an opportunity. He didn't want to pass up. So, yeah, just wish him nothing but the best. And then he ended up bringing the pitching coach in Wallace with him. Okay. So, obviously being committed to Notre Dame now for a couple of years, how uh, what other committed Notre Dame players have you kind of started building relationships with? Just start, starting to get that team chemistry built early. Yeah, so our chemistry is pretty good so far. We all got a little Notre Dame group chat, and we uh we try to plan our visits with each other so we can get to know each other before on campus. And uh, there's a few other Illinois guys like Brady Lau, Tori, uh, DJ Helwig. So I I know them because so I just play against them like all when I grew up. So I got a good feel of who the guys are, and they're all really nice dudes. Yeah. So have you gotten the chance to play up against any of your uh, future teammates, um, just travel ball, maybe high school ball at all? Uh, not – actually, yeah. I've played against Estevan Moreno. He's in uh, – he goes to a Catholic school, so we play him here and there. Uh, that's kind of it, just him. He's an Illinois guy. Okay. So let's, let's dig in a little bit to more of your on-the-field play. So on perfect game, you're listed as a pitcher, a first baseman, and a second baseman. So what is your plan as you head to Notre Dame? Are you going to be a PO? Or are you trying to be a two way? What exactly do you think is going to happen there? Yeah, I'm more of a more of a PO now. When I was like like freshman yearish, I I swung the bat a little bit, but now I just my focus is on pitching and just trying to get best at what I'm at. Of course, and yeah. I mean, obviously, if you if you if you know you're going to be just just a pitcher in college, it's probably best to become a PO earlier on so you can kind of put your sole focus on that. But what exactly are, is your pitching repertoire? So when you're on the mound, what pitches are you throwing? Right now I got a, I got a four-seam uh, cutter, two-seam changeup, and a curveball. Okay. So what's your best pitch? Obviously probably the fastball, but besides the fastball, what's your best pitch? And then maybe the pitch that needs the most work. Uh, I'd probably say my next best pitch is my cutter. It's just kind of – it's kind of just got some natural run on it. And I like to I like to mix that up with my changeup and my curveball depending on the hitter. Okay, 
So obviously, I mean, you named well. I think I believe it was five pitches you named. So are you trying to add any pitches beyond the repertoire you already have now, or are you pretty good good set with the five pitches you have? Uh, well, right now I'm trying to this offseason. I'm going to try to work on like what pitches feel best for me and how I can uh like mix in another pitch that would go well to miss more bats and like find the horizontal and vertical break with them to make like the hitters like not see it as good. Yeah. So when you're going through that process of adding a new pitch, how do you go about it? Obviously some pitchers do it differently. So what exactly is your process of when you're trying to add a new pitch to your repertoire? So usually I like to, I like to feel it out first without like any like track man and that stuff. But what I'm, what I'm probably going to do is I'm going to like go on the track man see my spin rates and like the break on it and see how like it matches to other pitches so it's like harder to see it so like see my cutter see my curveball all that stuff so right now i'm thinking of mixing a better depending on what the like breaks and spin rates are for the pitches okay so if you were a scout watching your game this could be on the mound and in the dugout when you're interacting with teammates what would be your personal scouting report on yourself uh usually i try to be a leader on the field i mean pitcher you got control of the game so it's you got to make sure all your teammates are calm, kind of let the batters try to swing it, make trust your teammates, let them make some plays, just be confident in them. If they mess up, just try to pick them up, tell them to get the next one, and just try to be a leader as much as you can. So as you head to Notre Dame's campus here next fall, fall 2023, um, just in your game, what are probably maybe the biggest week for heading to, heading to a college campus? You know, I just really want to polish my off speed more, being able to, throw it for strikes, throw it whenever I want, and just really have the feel for it. And then just really locating my fastball and just kind of kind of knowing the hitters more. Okay. So being located in Illinois, obviously you guys have two baseball teams, the Cubs, personally my favorite, and the White Sox. So are you a Cubs or you're a White Sox guy? Oh, I'm a big Cubs fan. Okay, perfect. So is there someone on that Cubs roster you like to model your game after? Obviously, we're not super good right now, but is there someone on that roster now or maybe someone else around the league you kind of like to model your game after at all? Yeah, I mean, right right now in the Cubs, things aren't looking so hot, so it's hard to hard to model your game after someone on there. But, I mean, I, I like Verlander a lot. He's a, he's a good pitcher. I like what he does and how he just attacks people on the mound. All right. He's, I mean, obviously, multi-time Cy Young winner, so that's obviously a great guy to model your game after. But um, just a couple more questions for you, man. Uh, I always like to end off each podcast just talking about, like, some beyond-the-baseball-field stuff with some of the guys. So when you're not playing baseball, uh, what are maybe some of your passions being? Uh, I like to play basketball a little bit, not like a, a, a league or anything, just kind of pick up basketball. Uh, ball is pretty fun. I like to play some Madden, some 2K here and there. It's always good to do during the winter time with the snow in Illinois. But, yeah, those are kind of like the main things we do. So being in Mokina, how far is that from actually downtown Chicago? Ooh, I'd say it's like 30 to 45 minutes from uh, downtown. Okay, that's not bad. So is that cl- what closer – how what how far – like what direction from Chicago? So is that closer to the United Center, closer to Wisconsin? Ex- where exactly is that location-wise? It's like south of Chicago, like okay. southwest All right. suburbs. All right. So um, just being in – obviously being that close to Chicago, kind of being in a suburb, some of your favorite things to do in the actual downtown Chicago when you do go downtown or some of some of your favorite things you like to do when you're back in your suburb in your hometown? Yeah, some Chicago, I mean, Cubs games are always like 
one of the best things to do. Nothing like going to watch a ball game. Uh, pizza there is really good. Deep dish is like no other. Uh, just like the Riverwalk in Chicago, all that stuff. Experience is really good. Uh, suburbs, I mean, it's just like any other suburbs. Just kind of playing outside in the summertime, winter time, going sledding here and there. And yeah. All right. So I got one last question for you before we end off the podcast. Kind of like to keep these quick and short, just um, making sure you guys aren't wasting too much time, I guess. But one last So with name, image, and likeness, now a new thing that's come to uh, college sports uh, started last year. Um, when you do head to uh, when you do head to Notre Dame here next fall, have you thought about it at all as maybe a dream brand that you would love to work with? I mean, I've thought about it a little bit. I haven't put too much thought into it, but I definitely want to get something something with it, just like a right fit. Nothing like too big that's like a long shot, but I, I don't really know. Okay. Hey, I mean, obviously, still in high school, still wanting to prove yourself as much as possible. So it's always that's. I mean, it's always a great thing to keep your mind business focused on business focused on the baseball field. But that's all the questions I had for you, man. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Loved watching you play down there at the WWBA. It was great meeting you. Um, just good luck here at the PG World Series when you head down there. Good luck this spring. Good luck when you head to Notre Dame. Um, like I said, I'm not too far from that Notre Dame campus, so I'll probably make it up to a couple ND games, maybe get you some podcast merch, uh, get, to, get to meet you a little bit more. So really appreciate you coming on the show, man. All right, yep. Thank you for having me. And that's going to do it for another episode of the JKR Podcast. Got some great content today. But remember, this is only episode one of three this weekend. We've got two more coming on. Tomorrow, we've got Oliver Service, 2023 Texas baseball commit. Then on Sunday, we've got Ashton Larson, LSU commit for the 2023 class. Both great ball players. Obviously, great ball ball players today with Ryan Hussey. Um, just really enjoyed learning more about his career. Um, but any more, if you weren't looking for any more updates on the JKR podcast, make sure to give our website a follow. It's going to be www.jkrpodcast.com on the website. You're going to get links to our different, our YouTube channel, every single episode we've ever had a little bit of a background into myself and why I started the podcast. So it's a cool thing to learn more. Um, and then if you want any other updates, um, just in terms of quotes of the week, uh, different things. We got social media takeovers by some of these players, getting some uh, behind the scenes content, putting the putting the content in the players' hands. Um, that social media is going to be Instagram and Twitter at JKR underscore podcast. So give those a follow. Um, but like I said, we got two more episodes this week, so I'll catch you guys then.